0: Well, Welcome everybody to another week of Encounter with Jesus. We're looking at people that encounter Jesus in the Gospels, what we can learn from their experience and more than that, how we can enter ourselves into that experience and encounter Jesus in the same way. So here we go then with another story about a blind man and a healing and this story is weird. It's weird because Jesus seems to do things differently. He takes his time. I wonder what he's trying to teach us. And you will have heard me say over the years so many times that the Bible is doing one thing, but it's giving a nod and a wink to something else all of the time. So I wonder how Jesus is using this healing moment to teach maybe this man and others something and in fact this particular healing has been recorded. So what's it there for? What does it teach us? The first thing that's really weird about it is that Jesus takes the man away out of the village, away from the noise and the crowd. Jesus wants to do something in this man's life for which he requires the man's full attention. So maybe that's the first thing for us to just pause and reflect on, that we need to take time with Jesus outside the village. This was an encounter that didn't take place in the hustle and bustle of crowds gathering round and the marketplace or alongside a busy road, but they went out to a quiet place where the man was giving Jesus his full attention, where the noise of the crowds had been hushed, where the busyness of life had been stilled. That's a message for you and for me, isn't it? To take time outside the village. This whole season of lockdown has forced us in many ways to do that, to take time out. And it's really important, I think, that we reflect on how meeting Jesus outside the village over these Last weeks and months now has impacted us. Can I encourage you, if you haven't, to pick up the series that we're uh, running on Facebook? It's uh, within our, our Bullington Together group on Facebook. It's thinking about the way that God has been speaking to us as a church and the way that God has been working in the lives of us as individuals. So, different members of the ministry team have been recording uh, video conversations to help all of us explore what it's like and what it's been like, what we've learnt and what we've discovered by meeting Jesus outside the village. So firstly then, take time outside uh, the village and maybe plug into those weekly interviews to help you think through what that means for you. The second thing is weird too, isn't it? He goes outside the village, then Jesus literally gobs in the man's face. That's what it says. He says he spits into the man's eyes. You don't quite imagine Jesus as gobbing in someone's face but that's exactly what it says and you can understand that the, 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 the man being a little bit startled or disorientated by that and wishing that Jesus would have dealt with him in the same way that perhaps he had understood Jesus to have dealt with others. But there's a reminder here for me, treasure his way with you. Jesus will do something special and unique for you don 't long for Jesus to bless you the way that he 's blessed someone else to touch you the way that he 's touched someone else to heal you the way that he 's touched um, or healed someone else. Treasure the way Jesus deals with you. He spat in the man's eyes and he gently as it says placed his hands and we we know from a little bit later on in the story that he placed his hands on the man's eyes as Well, commentators suggest that the man was in pain with his eyes and Jesus was like creating a a saliva, an ointment to soothe the pain. Whatever it might look like, Jesus's work in your life is unique to you to touch you, to heal you and to soothe you where you're feeling hurt and battered and bruised. So maybe you're longing for Jesus to do something in you like you've seen him do in someone else. Stop. Treasure his way with you. And so there's all this weirdness going on, isn't it? Outside the village and spitting in his face. Uh, And then the the third thing that's really weird is that Jesus's initial healing doesn't seem to quite work. What's that all about? Jesus says, can you see? And the man goes, well, sort of. I I, I see people, but they're walking around like trees. His his eyesight is coming back, but it's, it's blurred. He sees people, but he doesn't see them clearly. Maybe it's a reminder to us that God's work in our lives is not always instant, but sometimes it's a process over weeks or months or even years. So in this moment, thank him for what he has already done. That man could have Walked off in disgust and disappointment. This is useless. I, everyone else has been healed, but look, I, I've only, I've only been partly healed. Why hasn't Jesus healed me properly? And he could have gone off feeling angry or resentful or frustrated. And maybe sometimes that's like us. We've, we've received a measure of God's grace in our lives, but it's not complete yet. And we kind of tune out. We go off in a bit of a huff or a bit of resentment and bitterness and we tune out from God's work. So what are we learning here? I just want to encourage you that that you might feel that in an area of your life that God's done a work, but it's not complete. It's, It's like you can see a little bit, but it's not clear yet. Thank God for what he's already done. So we're taking time outside the village and we're treasuring his way with us and we're thanking him for what he's already done. Which, of course, leads us to the end of the story. Jesus hadn't finished with the man and neither has Jesus finished with us. So we're going to trust him that he will finish everything that he started. And we know that well-known verse in Philippians about God will complete his good work in us. We trust that he will finish what he started And this is my real encouragement I think uh, for every one of us today is to thank God for what he's done but rather than tune out or get frustrated or, or resentful that it's not complete or it wasn't quite the way God dealt with someone else to thank him for what he's already done and trust him anew today that he will finish promise he will finish what he's started and of course. Jesus touched the man's eyes and he could see everything clearly. As we receive another touch, greater healing comes. And as Paul would say, we go from glory into glory. Being blind and then being able to see, even people walking, looking like trees, was a step into glory and then another step into glory when he could see clearly. So in your life and mine, that work is incomplete, but we trust him. And maybe perhaps for you fathers on Father's Day you can see that as you've had children and you've you've you, it's challenged God's work in you to be a, a good father. Let him continue that work today. Let him take you today from being a good father to a better father. And receive from him whatever touch you need to become a better father. And that's the same for all of us in all our all our walks of life whatever God's called us to. He's going to finish what he's started. But it begins by taking time outside the village, getting away from the noise and the rush and the busyness and encountering Jesus in that moment. Let's do that now, shall we? Remember encounter, it's not just about talking, it's about doing and being and entering in to the experience. You might not be able to do this now in your home, but hush the crowd for a moment. Metaphorically, let's head out of the village and just be with Jesus just be with Jesus and recollect the work that he's done in your life. Give thanks, treasure the ways he's dealt with you. And maybe there's a bit of repentance there, maybe we've been cross with God that he's dealt with us differently from other people. Let's allow him to show us the way that he's dealt with us and treasure the unique way that he deals with each one of us and thank him now for the work that he's done in our lives. Pray with me. Father, we thank you for your son Jesus and his healing work in our lives. Thank you that when he touches us we are changed and his touch is unique for each one of us. Remind me now the ways that Jesus has touched my life over the weeks, the months, over the years, remind me now the way that Jesus has touched my life outside the village during this period of lockdown and help me to begin to celebrate, to give thanks for all that you have ever done. I often remember the words of an old Chorus that we used to sing Lord I want to lift your name on high Lord I want to thank you for the works you've done in our lives Lord we trust in your unfailing love for you alone a God eternal throughout earth and heaven and earth so we trust him for the future we we recognize that we see but not clearly enough we've been changed but not enough that the work is incomplete so we stick around with Jesus. For another touch, another challenge, another blessing, until we see clearly going from glory into glory. So sit with Jesus in this moment. Express your thanks to him for the work that he's done in your life. And allow him now. Be open to him now to continue that work, to speak to you again, to touch you again. Get back on the journey with Jesus. If you've been resentful or bitter or angry because he he hasn't dealt with you the way he You wanted him to or the way he dealt with someone else and you've been frustrated. Let that go now. Treasure what he's done and trust him for all that he will do. And so remember the journey from glory into glory till we see him face to face and we are ultimately like him. God bless you this week. Spend some time outside the village this week. Encounter Jesus and trust him for all that he's still to do. Amen. So I'm here with Lucy and Jemima who are going to help me in a moment to pray. But today is Father's Day and we wanted to stop for a moment and just honour all of the men of our church and those in our lives. Whether you're a dad, a stepdad, a granddad, a brother, a husband, or uncle, we are so grateful for you. We're grateful that God has placed you in our family and we are so thankful that you take up your place and serve God within the Burlington family. So, Jim Jam, are you ready? Shall we pray? Yes. Dear Daddy God, thank you for being a a brilliant daddy to us. Thank you for your love. Your grace and your care for each of us. Amen. Thank you for all the men in our church family and in our lives. We pray for all of them today. We pray for the dads today. Thank you for all who's father to us, including stepdads and granddads. We pray for each of them to be the best parent they can be. Thank you for all the men in our church family and ask your blessing over them today. Amen. Amen.